When it comes to bars, I'm the best on this planet. My competition's in the stars. It's top dollar. I came about the bottom, though. Facts. I blew up but stayed down like the bottom, bro. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Faded Truth. Thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing and supporting the growth. Today, I'm so excited to have a superstar on the show. Nice word choice. Former NFL player, current musician. I got a WWE superstar, Mr. AJ Francis, aka Top Dollar. Who hotter than Top Dollar? <laughs> not, not. I thought we were about to hit the table. I don't know what's happening. These might be hotter than Top Dollar. How you feeling? I feel great. You got me funnel cake fries. Yeah, shout out to the Barcode Burgers. We're here in Vegas hanging out. Big fan of Barcode Burgers. Just, I got some peanut butter and jelly wings on the oh, way. Didn't know I that can't. was a thing. That sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to see it. Mm. Funnel cake fries. And we were just talking about AC. We were just talking about Jersey, so this reminds me of the boardwalk. Uh, I'm a big fan of the boardwalk. I was more a fan of the casinos when I went, but... Okay, what's your game? Uh, I play blackjack and poker. So, you got poker glasses? Uh, no, I just sit there and take people's money. I don't need, you know what I'm saying? I just really just... I've, I've been playing poker since uh, it was illegal for me to play poker. True story. I believe the statute of limitations is up, but um, I looked like I was 21 before I was 21, so I would go to the casino and play poker. Right. Luckily, I never won enough money for them to check my ID. You would go to AC? No, I would go to a Delaware Park Casino. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from D.C., but raised in Maryland. Uh -huh. I only went to Maryland once. I went to West Side. It was definitely, definitely a... West Maryland? Mm-hmm. Like the mountains? No, like, I don't know, somewhere in Beemore. Oh, well, oh, West Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my, I had an ex that used to live there, so he's like, you want to go home for my Christmas? I'm like, sure. It's like fucking balloons and memorials outside his house. Yeah, shot that's West Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. A lot of West Baltimore, you ever see The Wire? Yeah. So The Wire is not a set. <laughs> that's just what Baltimore looks like. Right. <laughs> so when they had that whole block of boarded up buildings, that's not a set. That is what blocks look like in Baltimore. That's so, why it's so easy to buy property there and try to flip it. Cheers, first of all. Salute. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, so I was watching this interview that you did with somebody and you pretty uh -huh. much said that the only person that made it out of like where you're from. Yeah. And that sometimes people think that you're like cocky or arrogant or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it was, you know, if I don't believe in me, who's going to believe in me? Amen. So I really liked how you said it because you said you didn't really have like good role models. You have people that you grew up around like that you didn't want to be like. Mm -hmm. And that was me like my whole life. Like people are like, how are you so like, how'd you make it? You know? And I'm like, because I literally looked at everybody and I was like, I cannot live this life. I can't yeah. be in this. Like I have to do something different. And that was like the only thing I saw. I didn't have people telling me how to do things or to take care of myself or to, you know what I mean? I yeah. didn't have none of that. So I liked how you said pretty uh, much I was, like it's I'm, not arrogance. No, it's, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I did have my mother and my father and they both did tell me that I could do whatever I wanted, but all around me, like city I grew up in, people in my own family, like they all lived lives that I knew I didn't want. And there's nothing wrong with living a normal everyday nine to five life, but that ain't me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not, it never has been, it never will be. And um, I like being able to set goals for myself and achieve them, whether or not other people think I can or not, is a completely different story. Um, I don't have to take what you think about me to heart because you ain't me. You never will be. If you were me, you'd be as successful as I am. And that comes off as arrogant and cocky, but like, I got a master's degree. I played in the NFL. I'm in WWE. I got three albums. I own real estate. 
I got a beautiful house, a beautiful dog. What do I not have to be confident about? What do I not have to be, you know, proud of myself and believe in myself? Because every single person that isn't my family, that I would meet on the street and I'd say, oh, I'm going to go to the NFL. Oh, man, you can't make it to the NFL. Or even when I said I was going to go to college, I was in high school saying, oh, I got offers. You ain't got no offers. I'm like, bro, why, why would I lie to you about the offers that I have? Like, I, ha I have so many of them. What, what is it about People you? Just want you to be in there. Exactly. What is it about of, you that yeah. makes you think that I would feel the need to even lie to you about something like that? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like having to overcome those obstacles along the way. You instilled this confidence in yourself because the entire time I believed that I would be right where I am right now. And I'm one of the few people that did. So that's why I always believe in myself. And I tell people to believe in themselves. Because there's not, I didn't do anything special. I was blessed with gifts of height and athleticism and a, a, a good mind. Uh, being able to but go a lot to of it school. Is grind and hustle. Exactly. Right. But I, I'm not the most talented person that I knew in my neighborhood. But I was the, I'm the most successful. And that's right. because I was able to put all that talent to work. Right. Good job. Cheers Thank to you. that. Salute. Cheers to creating the life that you want. I'm sorry, they call it manifesting. <laughs> manifesting. I love a good manifestation. Mm -hmm. I've been learning that the past couple of years because we don't. I, we, I didn't learn nothing about taking care of yourself or like you know bettering mentally. I just was always working. Same. And then I, when I changed my mindset, is when my life changed. You know, so I'm just glad that. I have people that say that too, like, oh, you're bougie now, or whatever, like, I'm like, you're mad because I have a Lexus, not a hoopty no more, Ooh. like, you're mad Talk because I it. own property and I don't oh. want to pay rent no more, like, it. why, you, you know, what, what is that, what, why, it makes yeah. no sense. And it's crazy, it's like, when you, manifesting is nothing more than just coming up with a plan, coming up with actions for that plan, because if you, do, like Nas said, if you don't, if you fail to plan, then you plan, I'm sorry, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Mm -hmm. And so it's like coming up with a plan and then executing it. Not just everybody has a million ideas. And me too. Right. I got some stuff that I didn't follow through with that I need to focus more energy on. But like. It's on the list. It's on the list. Yep. And I'm going to get to it. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Okay, so you, I know you were doing NFL for a while. Uh-huh. Um, you were Six on, years. We did Dolphins, Redskins, Patriots, Buccaneers, Seahawks. Uh huh. So did you call out the uh, racist Redskins logo before it? I did. Changed it. I did. I actually um, I went viral because I said that the Redskins logo was racist, and this was three years before they changed the name. So obviously then it was, ah, he's sour grapes. Right. Ah, who does he think he is? He shouldn't call out the name. Oh, da 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 this, that, and the third. And then three years later, they changed the name and I look like a genius, right? <laughs> but I never get my flowers for that. You know, I never get my I'm flowers. Give them to you. Thank I'm going to give them to you because I, I, I peeped that. You know what I'm saying? I, I never like, get my flowers. I was yeah, already on it. I was blasted by the same media <laughs> in DC and other places that three years later was like, they have to change the name. This isn't right. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, now it's not right. But when y'all was running me down, it was cool. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay. So when you were playing in the NFL, I know it wasn't like your actual passion. So like, how do you go through six years of like, is it just kind of like robotic? Money. Like, you know? Money. Okay. I mean, I grew up dead broke. A year before I was in the NFL, I had negative money in my bank account. Money is a hell of a motivator. Now, yes, it is. I won't say that Football wasn't my passion. It was my passion. It was one of my passions until I got to the NFL and I saw how it really worked. 
I saw how every single team in the NFL has a player that's a backup that is better than someone that is starting, but that starter has a better contract, so they're going to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, if and then, and then that that's just any business. That's yeah. just any business. If if they're paying you eight million dollars a year, and they're paying me eight hundred thousand dollars a year, and I'm better than you, if you're the GM and you admit that I'm better than you, then you're admitting that you wasted money and you don't know what you're doing. But if you instead just keep me as a backup in hopes that if somebody gets hurt, I can get a, get in, play, and then play well, and then now you look like a genius for keeping me as opposed to looking like a fool for uh, paying someone more than me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's all about it's all about preserving an image. It's all about, and there's so many people on the field in the NFL at one time that other than quarterback and running, excuse me, other than quarterback and running back and receiver and DB, you can hide people people in the NFL. You can hide a lineman because the general public watching a football game isn't going to be able to look at the left guard and be like, oh, I see what he did wrong in that play. Like, a lot of times you can't even see it when you watch the, you can't when you watch the playback on replay, you know what I'm saying? So like, but if somebody's a quarterback and they're throwing a the ball in the dirt or they're overthrowing receivers, you can't hide that. So you have to play the guys that perform well. But in other positions, it's not always like that. So it's easier to push a narrative in the NFL of, well, this person's playing for X, Y, Z, when in actuality, it's just because you're paying him more money. That's why he's playing. And it's a, if I ran a business, if this was my business, and I paid the bartenders twice as much as the servers, I would expect the bartenders to do twice as much work. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I would want that from them. Even if they weren't twice as good, I would expect that because that's what I'm paying them. And it's the same thing in the NFL. Okay, so you get out of the NFL, what year? Uh, 2018. Okay, and then your debut with WWE was 2021. So, yes. Right? So, how do you even get into wrestling? Like, when you were little, were you jumping on your bed? Yeah, no, I've been a wrestling. Around, like I've been a wrestling fan my whole life, so... My dad got videos of me wrestling him when I was a little kid, like like not even a year old, me and him wrestling on the bed, like me wrestling with stuffed animals and <laughs> like stuff like that my I whole life. This bunny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like elbow drops. I thought I was Macho Man, I'm surprised I didn't break my hip. I was doing elbow drops off the couch onto a stuffed bear. Like things like that. Who was your favorite wrestler? As a kid, at yeah. that age, when I first started, Hulk Hogan. I mean, okay. I feel like that was everybody's favorite. And then once I started understanding how wrestling worked, actually, um, it became Bret Hart. And then after Bret Hart, it was, ooh, nice. Oh, you got his and Jay wings coming in. Could I get a fork, please? Oh, yes. Um, but uh, I can smell it. It smells good. But, uh, you know, then I became a big Bret Hart fan. After Bret Hart, it was Rey Mysterio when I first discovered WCW. And then, uh, which is funny because Ray is still wrestling now, and I, every time I see him in the locker room, I'll be like, Sub OG? Like, that's my dog. And then it was The Rock. And then after it became The Rock, it was it never stopped being The Rock. Okay. So I've always, that's always been me. Um, but like, I ended my football career in 2018, and I started wrestling training in 2019. Because um, I knew that I wanted to go to WWE, and I knew because I played in the NFL, when I wanted a tryout, I would get one, and I did. So I had a tryout early 2019, uh, April 2019, I think. And then um, in June, they told me they were going to sign me in January. So I started January 2020, three months before the pandemic. 
Um, and then, thank you, thank you. And then, uh, yeah, we debuted May 4th, 2021, and uh, the rest is history. Yes. Okay, so you're on SmackDown yes. brand. So is there, when they say like the SmackDown brand, is there different yeah, brands? Yeah, so, so like right now, like Raw is on TV. On okay, so Raw and SmackDown are kind of the same. They're, they're different brand. There's different rosters. Like sometimes, like these guys are technically the Viking Raiders. Uh, they are technically on SmackDown. And Alpha Academy, the other team that they're working with, is technically on Raw. But every once in a while, there's crossover. Like the other two teams, the Street Profits are on Raw, and Braun and Ricochet yeah, are on SmackDown. They got, like, yeah, they go with the uh, basketball on. team gear. I love it. I love it. I'm a big fan of it. Um, you got the Viking Raiders, and they are uh, heavy-handed, as they say. <laughs> good people, though, and uh, it's a good it's good mix right here. This is going to be a it's going to be a, all every team for themselves at WrestleMania. There's three teams in there. There's four. Oh, there's four, okay. It's gonna be all four teams against each other this weekend at WrestleMania. Okay. But tonight they're doing four on four. Okay, so that's why, you know, you're in town pretty much and why we're doing this is yeah. for WrestleMania this weekend. So it's like the Super Bowl of wrestling? Yes. Okay. So um, how many This is delicious by the way. Is it? <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly wings. <laughs> Never thought. Shout out to Bark to the Burgers. How many WrestleManias have you been to? Um, been in? So, sorry, my mouth went. As a fan, I went to five. I love it. When I first got to the NFL, I spent my money on going to watch wrestling and going to watch soccer. Those are my two favorite things. Wow. So I've traveled all over Europe to watch soccer. And I've traveled all over the world to watch wrestling. Then when I signed with WWE, I was a part of the first WrestleMania that they did during the pandemic when they was just in the warehouse, the performance center. So there was no crowd. Last year, I wasn't with the company. Um, and so I didn't go, but I watched. And uh, this year will be my first one which is like a real WrestleMania in front of the crowd with the people. So it'll oh, be wow. good. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's exciting. Yeah, it is. So you're going to be with your team? Yeah. Hit Row? Hit Row. Did this come from Death Row Records? Basically, how you yeah. Rock, so, how you made it? So when I was on the independent scene wrestling for a year in between the NFL and WWE, my uh, crew was called The Row because I look a lot like Suge Knight. Much more when I was heavier. Right? When I was like 370, I looked a lot like Suge Knight. Now I kind of look like Suge Knight, but I'm a lot skinnier than I was. Um, and we were called The Row. So when I got to WWE, I met up with these, uh, with my partners, Tahuti uh, Miles, who's Ashanti the Adonis, and Brianna Brandy, who's B-Fab. And we made a conglomerate called Hit Row, because Brianna actually does rap. When I did The Row on the indies, I was the only rapper. I mean, let me rephrase. I was the only person that rapped and wrestled. We had other rappers in the crew. We had other wrestlers in the crew. But I was the only one that did both, right? So when I got to WWE, it was cool because not only was there another rapper wrestler in Brianna, but she's a girl. And there's a bunch of rapping wrestler gimmicks in wrestling history where you go either R-Truth or John Cena or even like, you know, Max Caster now or like, uh, there's a bunch of different other rappers. I'm the best by far, but uh, there's a bunch of them. And uh, 
but none of them are females. There's no, there's never been a female rap character in wrestling. So that's why B-Fab brings so much to the table right. because she brings a thing that's never been done before in wrestling. And it's really cool and she's really good. Like, she's not just a good rapper, she's a good performer, she looks great, she can wrestle, she's the whole total package. She's a star. She's the star of Hit Row. That's why we always put her out in front. You know what I'm saying? I come up with a lot of ideas and I'm the muscle, but she's the star. We put her shout in front. Her. Yeah, shout out B-Fab. <laughs> Okay, so wait, so since you do music, um, can we hear 16? Yeah, if you want. You got something? You got something for us? Yeah. I'm tired of all these think pieces on Hit Row. Everybody with the most advice is over 40 years old or their pictures anime heroes. I was 13 years old when I saw Malik shot by a 15 year old. See, they don't know nothing about the street life or why we write, why these brothers is dying over these street signs. Or why, what a KD goes for on the weeknights. Only trigger they pull is to help keep their teeth white. My homie's banging over Eastside. Because when they see convict on his job application, he gets denied. See, that red tag stays on his ass like a Levi. Alphabet boys on your heels, A, B, now you see why. These corny boys can't relate to what we're saying. If I wore a big-ass, fake-ass chain, I'd be their favorite. <laughs> I stand up with character but they want caricatures. They showed me love if I jigged around and danced like a jerk, or if the color of my hair was berserk, or if I dumbed down my words when I managed the verse. But when I say, one in three black men go to jail, oh well, look at that, top dollar, you failed. It's like the end of Hey when Andre was saying that he was crying out for helping. Y'all just wanna dance? I make you focus to differentiate like some camo, but they just wanna see me tap dance like Sambo. And I'll just leave it at that. Hey. <laughs> i just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I do what I can. I like that. That was good. Yeah, I appreciate it. It started off like poetic. Oh. And then we got, yeah. yeah. Do you want water or anything? What do you want? Yeah, I can use some water. Can you get him a water and a, and a drink? <laughs> and then I'll do a, uh, can you get me a, um... Actually, let me go to the bathroom real quick. Okay. Can I get Don't a, um, Don't use my piss sounds on the audio. Champagne. <laughs> Champagne. <laughs> I said dodging all them wires. I feel like Legends of the Hidden Temple. I love Legends of the Hidden Temple. That was the best. Have, what year were you born? 90. I'm 89. Oh. So you're a vet. I'm a seasoned vet. <laughs> Come to this shit. 80s baby. What's your favorite cartoon? Of all time? South Park. <laughs> I have a... Uh, Cartman tattoo right there. What's your favorite tattoo you got? Um, either this Donkey Kong, because this is my literal uh, build when I play Mario Kart. Donkey Kong on oh, that exact yes. bike. I will fuck you up in some Mario Kart. You definitely wouldn't. And um, maybe this Three Little Birds by Marley. Uh, it's hard for me to pick a favorite. Maybe this Nipsey Hustle Memorial Joe. I like the other one too that says. Oh yeah, play the hand you're dealt, make your own luck. Yep. Oh yeah. Make your own luck. And that's my that's my initials, AJ, and my number when I played in college. Okay. When I got the tech. So, you know, I'm covering them though. Like this is the logo for WrestleMania 30, which was my first WrestleMania I went to. It's just triple X's. Okay. But nobody knows what that is until I tell them. I wanted to get a wrestling tattoo, but I didn't want to get like the WWE logo or like. <laughs> Like the, I didn't want to get the rocks, you don't Brahma want this on your, on your face. Nah, yeah. can, uh, I mean it would still look good because it'd be on my face, but it would. Uh, that's not the tattoo for me. So I got the the logo to WrestleMania 30, which is dope. Nice. 
So when you go to WrestleMania, do you guys know? Like, you already know who you're going against? Like, your team? Is it set? Uh, yeah, if you're on the show, if you usually, like... Like, when you get into the ring and then you get, you're going against four people, too? Four, four teams total? Dep or depends. It? Depends on the match you're in. Depends on everything. Um, for us, we're in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which is not actually on WrestleMania. It's on the SmackDown before, so this Friday we'll be on, in that. But, um, yeah, it all depends on who you are. If, if you're important enough, and there's a few people that are definitely important enough, uh, you'll know what you're doing months in advance. Do you have like a favorite move? Yes. Um, I do a move that's like homage to the rock cutter, where I hit the ropes, and I do a little Kodak bop before I drop an elbow drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You hit it right. You hit it right. You hit it right. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, I saw the oh, one where you were like. I have like three people. Yeah. Over. Like you flipped over. Oh yeah, I do the running knee and I flip over. Yeah. I love that move too. Um, but the the Kodak the Kodak, you know what I'm saying? And then dropping the elbow on him. It's a great move. So people, I don't. I, don't I call that move El Rey instead El Rey? of because instead of elbow, it's El Rey. <laughs> I'm the kid, you know what I'm saying? I don't think people realize that you really do get injured. Like, you, you oh, yeah. get injured in this, you know? Because everyone used, used to say wrestling was fate. Uh huh. But, um, all these things. Wrestling doing, is not like, fate. Wrestling all, you, all you have to do is do, like, one little weird thing wrong and you fuck shit up the way you get, like. People die wrestling? I mean. Like, come on. You just you can't people fake, in the head and you can't I, fake you gravity. Can't Look at Ricochet right now. <laughs> Going crazy. <laughs> And I used to backyard wrestle, and that's where it stopped. <laughs> Come on, dog. I fucked myself up so much, it was crazy. Big dog tags in Braun. Braun gonna hit the, if I had to guess, he's gonna hit the train right now. Uh, he's gonna run over every person in his path. That's one. Oh, that's the train. <laughs> that's two. That man can drink also. That's three. And then the last man's gonna come. Oh, get your little ass out of here. I'm Braun. Oh, big knee. So, what are you going to wear? What are you wearing for WrestleMania? Uh, a one-of-one one outfit that I haven't worn before. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a black and uh, black and red version of an of outfit I always wear. Okay. Uh, Rico! Thank you, Bill. Oh. Oh, that, yeah, that's rough. Oh. Tez. One, two, three. Cheers. Great match. You want to switch to gin? I want champagne, I think. No, nah, I'm still, I've been here, but now instead of Red Bull, it's uh, ginger ale. No, you said gin and ginger. Yeah, ginger ale. Gin and ginger ale. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were drinking yeah. JMO and. No, nah, I was drinking gin and Red Bull. Oh, okay. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> nah. It's all right. One day we're going to get you on just, that. I just um, went back to, well, I love Negronis now. Okay. Have you ever had them? Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I went to Mexico last month, and then they were, like, oh. making me, like, little, like, these Negronis. But it Where'd was, like, you go? Uh, Cancun. Nice. Been there? Yeah, Cabo was, like, I went Cabo last year. It was, I fell in love with it. I love the Mexican culture. Love Mexican culture. It's great. I've been to, like, you know, a couple different Latin countries, and it's definitely, like, the most welcoming, I feel. For my money, Mexico... It's the greatest country on earth, and here's why. They got great food. Probably top one food on earth. If you had to pick, oh, I can only eat one kind of food for the rest of my life, 
A lot of people are picking and Mexico. I'm a foodie, you know what so I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people are picking Mexican. I came back to Vegas on Cinco de Mayo, and they're like, you want to go out? I'm like, no. I literally just had real tacos. They caught fresh mahi off the beach with Thank a spear. You. Thank you. <laughs> uh, great beer and liquor. Tequila? I mean, come on. Let's, let's talk about it. Incredible. The beaches. Mm -hmm. The culture. The women. No shit. You know what I'm saying? I know you're not Mexican, but the women. You know what I'm saying? Latin women are the best. Latin women. Greater than sign. I agree. Now... <laughs> That's why I think Mexico has a stronghold for greatest country on earth. I really was gonna move to Mexico. Like that's why I, I feel don't blame you. I, I, I need to get out of the desert soon. Eventually, I need to get. <laughs> well, there's a lot of desert in Mexico, but I feel well, what you're saying. Yeah, I need to get near. <laughs> I need to get near an ocean, some culture, ah. right? And I'm like, it's either Mexico or Europe. Both because are great. Mexico don't give a fuck. How many countries have you been to? Um, I guess maybe like ten. That's good. That's way more than the average person, for sure. That's really good. Yeah. Um, this year, my goal is to go to four different ones, so okay. I'm already on track, but it's uh, traveling sucks. It's annoying. Honestly, I fucking hate it. So, like you said, you don't want to do a longer than three-hour flight. Like, I'm the same. I'm like, Jersey is like five hours home. Mm. I'm like, ugh. Orlando was four and a half to get here, so I feel you. When I went to Honduras, it took me um, like 18 hours almost, so. Like traveling, I had to go to Texas, then it was a lot. So, a lot of guys go to the NFL and they spend their money on jewels or cars and stuff like that. I spend more money traveling. So, I've been to 33 countries. Wow. And Europe, depending on where you go in Europe, there's a million great places to stay. Um, Amsterdam is incredible. Barcelona is amazing. Rome is great. Um, Milan is dope. London is like New York, but with funny accents. I don't have any desire to go to where it's cloudier. <laughs> like that was always my thing. I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll get, when I go everywhere else I want to go, then I'll go to like the places where I'm like, oh, it's raining today. I don't mind. Like I need to go tropical. I feel that. Or um, I did. I've been all over the Caribbean. Did you go? Have you gone to Greece? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an island girl, for sure. Island girl. Island girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh. In the Caribbean, I think my favorite might be Trinidad. Trinidad was, you ever go somewhere, you have a preconceived notion of what it's gonna be like, and then it's completely not like that at all. Mm -hmm. Trinidad was so much fun. I, I, I literally couldn't believe how much fun I had in Trinidad. And I didn't even go to the beach, like I could've, but I didn't. Trinidad, uh, I went to Port of Spain, and Trinidad is an incredible country. I would definitely recommend that if you haven't ever been. Okay. Yeah, I did Turks, Turks last year in Bahamas, and um, Bahamas is cool. It was great. I mean, I always wanted to go to Turks, so I snorkeled that, got that on my bucket list. Snorkeled in Turks, you know. So. If you're gonna do it, that's a good place to do it. And that's what I was trying to do too. Like I was like, I deserve to see the world. I've been working my whole fucking life. Like Bingo. everyone has money they can put aside to travel. People want to act like it's like you got to be rich to, to do something. I'm like, you can literally save money every month and go on a cruise or go anywhere. I love like, cruises too. People don't. People look down on cruises. <laughs> that was my first cruise I did last see? year. See, people look down on cruises. Cruises are a great time. I had one for this year, but I'm still considering because I'm like, I got sick day five and oh, no, I also didn't sleep. Like we were going it was bad so we like all lost our voice it was a hot mess but this year is going to be pr dr in st thomas ah, great i've series. been to dr before dr's great puerto rico's great <clears throat> i just want to go to st thomas i feel because that's like st thomas is cool too yeah 
Yeah, all the saints in the Caribbean are dope. St. <laughs> Thomas, St. Martin, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Croix. Yeah. St. Martin, St. Martin, St. Martin. Anything, anything saint I need to go to. Yeah, for sure. And, there's a, and it won't be a saintly time, I can promise you that. <laughs> and well, in DR, we ended up, like, the first night we get there, they we got like this cab driver taking us around with like we met these guys at the disco we're taking like mama wanna shots and they're like all right we got this guy that's gonna take us around show us and like i'm like all right let's go so he brings us pulls up it's like this little cave and it's like these guys with machine guns sitting outside in the cave right and i'm like he's not bringing me in here like i like let's go right like fast forward seven days later i'm in that bitch it's a fucking brothel of course I'm like dancing on the pole the girls don't even get on the pole until you give them money it's like opposite here so they we had we plugged in the ox cord like this is how you pulled in the ox we plugged in the ox to the well now i know why there cave. was now i know why they have the machine guns up front it makes sense so yeah, so I always have a great time when I travel. <laughs> Not in the yard. <laughs> okay, so do you have any like um, crazy stories from the crowd? Like, has there ever been like any crazy crowd member or anything? No, everyone... not for me. Um... I've seen crazy, but for the most part, everyone's like the craziest stuff that I get in the crowd is like people will say something like smart ass remark, and I'll just shut them down with one reply. Like one guy uh, one time was like, uh, he was like, they shouldn't push you, you suck, and like pushing you is like like putting you on TV, giving you an opportunity, giving you a chance. He was like, they shouldn't push you, you suck. And I literally, without even thinking, turned back to him and said, you should do more push-ups. And then the entire crowd started laughing. And then he sunk down in his chair and shut the hell up for the rest of the time. Because like, you, you gotta be, sometimes you gotta be like a, like a stand-up comedian when, with hecklers. Like when you're in the ring, you, you can't, you, usually you can't even hear an individual person. But like, at that time, it was after a match, and we, you know, we're in the uh, we're in the aisle, like walking back to the gorilla position, the behind the curtain, and I'm you know signing stuff for fans and little kids, and like I'm 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 actively trying to engage with a child, and a grown man is yelling obscenities and talking bad about me. So in those times, you have to be able to react right. like a stand-up comedian and <laughs> shut that down real fast so you can get back to doing what you were doing. I like that, because I call it verbal assassination. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and I've been pretty professional at that my whole life. <laughs> and I can like, imagine. <laughs> like, it just looks so nice. I don't know how that even came out. I'm like, well, it gets, you brought it. You brought it out. It's what it is. Um, okay, so you were a good guy before, though, right? Yep. Before, now you're a villain. Yes. Okay, so which one do you like better? Definitely being a villain. Hey, it's easier. It's easier to get people to hate you than it is to get people to like you. Um, <laughs> True story. Which is not just in wrestling, that's in life. <laughs> right. Right, so... Um, my persona... Right here, I'm, you can see, I'm just a regular guy, I'm a nice guy, but... My persona when I'm wrestling is that arrogant, cocky... Character, oh, I'm sorry. Character that you know when you're well along in this business and you've been doing it for 10 years or 20 years and you got the equity with the crowd, you can be that way and people will still like you because they have invested in you for years. But when you're just coming off and some people don't even know who you are and you give off that persona, people are like, Who do you think you are? You know, so like. 
But like, as we discussed before, I have every reason to be cocky and believe in myself. But that comes off better as a villain than it does as a good guy. So, and also I get to, my, one of my favorite things is talking bad about whatever town I'm in. We did a show in DC and I was born in DC and I ran down the whole town. Like I had people booing me, talking bad about DC. <laughs> they were booing me, hating my guts. But it's because I knew what to say to piss them off, right? We made fun of the fact that they changed their names to the Commanders because it's a little, not very well-kept secret in, the, in DC that they hate the new team name. Like, people are still fans of it. What is it? Commanders? Commanders. For the, what? What the, team? The Washington Commanders in the NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know they had it. Yeah, they changed it. <laughs> they changed it. I was ahead of the curve, right? So, uh, like, they hate a lot of people in DC hate the new name. So I just was talking about how terrible the new name was, which I actually don't even hate the new name, to be honest with you. But I knew they did, right? And that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Are you gonna do comic shows anywhere? Probably. Do, like, have you ever done one? Like, I've done one. Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've done one. I've done one at uh, in Orlando one time. I did got a good review, but it was only like a five-minute set, so I was like, "There you go." I had somewhere to start, but why you saying I'm funny? I think you'd be good up there. Uh, yeah. I'm fun, like you, I'm a joke, like I'm a clown, like I amuse you. I amuse you. <laughs> like I amuse you. Nah, Spider. Let it, nah, he's a big boy. Let him say it. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Funny how? No, yeah, I love that. I love Goodfellas too. Great moves. Yeah, you definitely got the, the personality. When, when were you born? Uh, May 7th, 1990. Oh, your birthday's coming up. Yeah. What are you going to do for your birthday? I will be in Colombia for my birthday. Ooh, yeah. that's some really good women. Yeah, big fan of Colombia. Been there. This will be my sixth time. Wow. Big, big fan. See, my ex-wife was Colombia. Okay. So that's where I first started going to Colombia. And then just, she didn't, you know. When I first realized I she liked the craziness. Yeah. So like she, she didn't have a, she don't own Colombia, you know, after, <laughs> after we got divorced. She she don't own Columbia. I get to go too, so I go. Okay, so weight loss journey. I want to talk about because you said you were three hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah. Wow. Were you big your whole life? Uh, yeah. Well, yes. After middle school, I started getting big in middle school. I was always tall. Right. But I started getting bigger in middle school, and um, by the time I got to, but I played football and I played line, so it, like wasn't a detriment to be big. You know what I'm saying? Right. On the defense? Yeah. So, like, I was at, at 14, I was six foot three, 270 pounds. Like, that's a great size for a high school D lineman. It's why I got so many scholarship offers. It's why I got so many opportunities. Me playing college football opened up the rest of my life. And it's why I'm sitting before you today. But, like, once I turned 32 last year, I started to realize that there's a very good possibility that I have less years in front of me than I have behind me, right? So I wanted to start taking care of myself. And uh, it really just started with me drinking a lot more water. Um, I drink like two, three gallons of water a day. And, uh, you know, I started making healthier habits. Not so much peanut butter and jelly wings <laughs> or I'm, funnel I'm, cake fries. I'm over, so that's my excuse. <laughs> right? Not so much these choices currently. <laughs> Um, but you gotta live a little, you know. I like the balance. Yeah, you big fan of balance. But like, what I start doing, like instead of eating hot pockets at 3 a.m. when I'm playing video games, I eat yogurt and you know granola. Like I make smarter choices that right. way. So 
Um, and in the last eight months, I've lost 105 pounds. And now I'm 265, which is 6'5", 265 is still a very large man. Um, but people call me skinny because they think it's funny too, I guess. I don't right. know. Yeah, you're going to hear that a lot as you get skinnier. Because everyone's going to be like, damn, you got skinny. And I'm like, like yeah, can I just not be? I'm like 265. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still went more than you, but whatever, bro. Keep going. What's your um, favorite video game? FIFA. FIFA? Yeah, I play FIFA. I'm the captain of a, uh, a FIFA Pro Club team. So Pro Clubs, I don't know if you know anything about Pro Clubs. So FIFA, you know what FIFA is, obviously. Yeah. Soccer. So I'm, you said you're Nicaraguan? Mm -hmm. So in regular FIFA, you'd play with one team, I'd play with the other team, and we'd play against each other. But in Pro Clubs, it's 11 on 11. It's like real soccer. So like me, you, and like nine other people in here would play against 11 other people. And we all have to play our position. Somebody's the goalie, somebody's the striker, somebody, I play midfield. So my team is, has been ranked as high as 28th in the world out of 100,000 teams. So like, we're world class. He's <laughs> like, so I'm a FIFA expert, <laughs> yeah. man. So FIFA is my game. <laughs> Now, there's other games I play too. I love the new Hogwarts game. That's fun. Oh my god, I saw. I, I need to get it. It's I have great. a PS4. Oh, we got to do something about that. I don't do Xbox. Don't even try. Get get a PS5. Grow up. <laughs> right, what are you talking about? Hit puberty and we get a PS5. I just feel like it's unnecessary. No, no, it's very necessary. <laughs> you know, I'm just. I'm still trying to be crash What kind of what kind of car do you have? You say you have a Lexus, right? <laughs> what year is it? 13. 13. If you had a 87 Lexus, you'd, you'd be like, ah, oh, it's the Lexus. Fuck no, out of here. This, guy, this is probably the guy that's promoting a new iPhone yeah. before it even comes out. I'm telling you. <laughs> I ain't got that 14 yet, but it's coming. I'm like a, um, I'm like an adventure game person, so I was always like Tomb Laura Raider. Croft. There it yeah, is. Laura Croft. Let me guess. Have you been Laura Croft for Halloween? Huh? That's like, have you been Laura Croft for Halloween? Um, I haven't, but I've done a Laura Croft photo shoot with guns. There I it got is. Guns. There it is. Yeah, so definitely. Every hot chick does a Laura Croft video, I'm picture like a video. Or I mean, yeah, I could see that. Or I like being like for Halloween. I like being dead, like complete bloody, like something. Oh, up. I thought you were saying like someone that is dead. <laughs> well, a dead thing. Like, yeah, I get you. Like, yeah, I was like a dead ninja last no, year. No, I thought you were gonna say like, like Selena or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like Crash Bandicoot, there we go. Spyro, okay. those are my shit. So I ended up getting a PS4, right? So in high, in high school, I ended up selling all my video games. So we had like Atari, Super Nintendo, everything. I had a GameCube with yeah, Mario you had Kart those. Double Dash. Okay, Mario Kart, I definitely smoke you in Mario Kart. Um, so I sold all my shit to get a dog tag for my boyfriend in high school. Great decision. At like the, the pawn shop, you know, I got like 100, 100 bucks or some shit. They ripped so. you off. <laughs> So then, like, if you give later, me all like, of these vintage game consoles that will be worth hundreds individually each, I'll give you a one hundred dollar picture on there, <laughs> a little face. And so now I'm like, all right, I need a video game system. So I got PS4 when it came out because Crash Bandicoot was remade, and I'm like, oh, they remade it. That shit is not for kids, first of all. <laughs> I don't know how these kids. <laughs> I don't know how these kids be fucking beating this shit. I'm still stuck on level whatever. I'm at some in the clouds or some shit. So yeah, well, if you get a PlayStation Five, you can still play that game on PlayStation. All 5. right, well, you can gift it to me because I'm not uh, spending money on no PS Five. We good. We, we gonna be a little bit. No. We gonna be a little bit less bougie with that. No. <laughs> no. See, the game is so. Look, I have just to let you know. Like in my free time, that's what I do. I game. So like. 
I have an Xbox Series X, which is the black, big, rectangular one that's used for my home. I also have the Xbox Series S, which I actually have with me now in the car. I take it with me everywhere because you never know. Right? <laughs> I can hook it up in here right now and right. get to gaming. Um, I have a PlayStation 5 as well. I also have a Nintendo Switch. Um, so basically, any gaming console that is new generation, I have it. And that's how I know that I would smoke you in Mario Kart. I was just I playing mean, Mario Kart like, on the plane really, yesterday. I know that you're confident, and I, I really respect your confidence, but um, it's okay. It's okay to take an L sometimes. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And I, I I'm you, glad you are comfortable. I know comfortable. that you're going to stand down, and you, you'll do it well. I can, I, I can see you're going to If there's one thing I it. don't do well, is lose. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> okay, so um, for this show, most wanted treasures. Uh huh. Um, you're actually, you guys are doing another season. Yeah, I'm right? not on it though. Oh, you're not? I'm not in season two, no. Oh, okay. Because gotcha. when they started season two, it was when I was no longer with WWE before they brought us back. So the people doing season two are like all the legends, which is cool, and I'm happy for them. Because to be completely honest with you, and I've never actually said this publicly, the schedule for that show was crazy. I was gonna say. Crazy, not that I couldn't do it again, but it was so crazy that when they were like, we're gonna do it with Booker T and Lita and Mick Foley, I, in my mind, and I've actually had these conversations with Mick, of uh, mankind, I had these conversations with him, about the schedule, and he was like, yeah, this is the most traveling I've done since 1997, when he was in like the peak of his WWE, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I ain't traveled this much in 25 years, right? right. And I was like, yeah, I know, bro. Cause it was like, the way they shoot that show is like, you never know what's gonna pop up. Like you never know, like tomorrow we can get a call, A. Hey, and you guys such were hunting such down antique items, yes. items from wrestling? Wrestling past, so like Ric Flair's robe, the Junkyard Dog's uh, dog collar, um, Mankind's Mr. Sacco. We were hunting uh, um, Persian clubs for the Iron Sheik. Uh, we were every, everything you can imagine. So, um, like, we'll be filming today in Massachusetts because we're uh, we're looking at the Persian clubs from Iron Sheik at Bob Backlund's house, right? And then we're there, and then like while we're on set, they get a call like, "Hey, Undertaker, we can go to his." Uh, his storage unit he has in Austin, Texas, but it has to be tomorrow. So then like, I'm in Boston and I had no idea that the next day I'll be in Austin, right? So then like, I'll be going to the hotel and on the way to the hotel, I'll be like, hey, pack up tonight, we're going to Austin in the morning. Like, and it's like that for like six weeks and then you get like a week off. And then it's six weeks and, you get a week off, and it was crazy. Right. It was crazy and it was fun and it was awesome because I got to kick it with people that I grew up idolizing, right? Like Booker T, like Mark Henry, like The Big Show, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Ric Flair. I got to go to all the towns that Ric Flair used to be the king of and go drink and eat steaks with him after the show every night. It was great. Awesome time. But like, the ske schedule is yeah, crazy. Because I was going to say, like, tour, tour life is like hard, you know, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But then also when traveling with WWE, like, how does that, how do you mentally keep peace? It, what, it's, like, it literally that? isn't, it's not mentally. It's not even emotionally, it's physically. Like your body gets physically tired being on the plane that much, being right. a, being in a car that much. Right. Like so much so that like, like you, I would end up spending more time in my hotel room when I was free in these cities I've never been to. Like I travel, I love traveling. 
but like I'd spend more time in my hotel in these cities I've never been to than I would doing stuff in the city because I'd just be so drained. Right. Literally just be in my room playing FIFA, like just trying to get off my feet. Because I know not feeling like settled anywhere is unsettling sometimes. You know, yeah. like when I travel a lot, I'm like, fuck, I can't wait to just sit home for like a couple weeks and just like not move, you know? I call that, I have that same thing. <laughs> I, 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 I call it suitcase syndrome. <laughs> it's like when you're living out of a suitcase, yeah. it's like a, you're a different Literally, person. Like I was thinking that this year and I was just like, damn, this must be how people feel. And I'm like, what happens when it gets even more busy? Like, how am I going to feel, you know? So I'm huge on like self-care and like doing certain things. Like, I love my long time. Um, look at these ladies, these beautiful women. Look at them. Chelsea Green. Oh, look at that. See. Do you ever dye your beard? No. <laughs> Never. Why would I do that? I don't know. I'm just like, what do you. Let me see. No. Yeah, there. No, I'm bald. Come right. on. Yeah, that's not like there's only See, I can grow. See, the difference is I can grow hair. My hairline is awful. That's why I shaved my head, okay? And that's from my daddy and his daddy. Yeah. And all my uncle got At it too. At least you know your strength. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. I've been shaving my head since I was 23. So, damn, I've been shaving my head 10 years now. So. Okay, do you remember your first time ever getting faded? Yes. It was my 20th birthday. I didn't drink until my 20th birthday. I was the sober friend in high school. Um, oh, do you need a refill? Yes. Can we do another gin and ginger ale? And then, I, I can't do this, this is... What is it? Let me try. It's, I think it's old champagne or something. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. Thank you that. That's not bad, it doesn't even have a taste for it. <laughs> You're just picky. I'm just like, I need, this is gonna be straight liquor now. Uh, respect. <laughs> Nah, so Can I, I was a margarita uh, with Casamigos and salt. Repo, please. So I was 20. Um, I was the sober friend in high school. So like all my buddies would we, they'd go drinking and parties and stuff, and I was always the DD. I didn't drink. Not because I was I wasn't like a religious thing or anything like that. I just was like I don't know. I really spent more time I really thought that I needed my body to be 100% clean to be able to make it to the professionals you okay. know what I'm saying yeah you were serious about it yeah I was, so I was dedicated to right. it right so um, when I got to college I saw the best football players I'd ever seen in my life and they were all drunks so I was like oh okay clearly it doesn't matter right <laughs> so uh, so when I was 20 years old it was my 20th birthday and my now ex-wife but uh, at the time we were just we weren't even dating she was like, oh, I need somebody uh, to take shots with me. And me, having never drunk before, was like, yeah, I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm I should big, do. I can handle yeah. it. <laughs> so I perceived, not knowing how much of something it takes you to get drunk or everything, I proceeded, do you remember the drink UV Blue? Mm -hmm. Awful, awful, terrible drink. Big hit in the college campus, though. Uh, I proceeded to take 17 shots of UV blue oh in about 45 minutes. So that <laughs> night, first of all, I pass out at the party, obviously, because I just took 17 shots in 45 minutes. They think it's hilarious. First of all, I don't know why. They let me hold the cake because it was another girl's birthday that night, and it was my birthday at midnight. They let me hold the cake for the girl. almost dropped the cake and set the whole apartment on fire with the candles, right? I kept it up. I spilled it on myself. I got cake all over me. As we're leaving, 
my guys are walking me back because I'm clearly not going to make it out for my birthday. I'm so drunk. I'm being carried by my teammates and I throw up everywhere, like on the floor uh, while we're walking. I don't remember any of this. This is this what the videos and pictures I've seen, right? So then uh, I get to my room and they put me down in my room. But me being drunk for the first time ever, and I don't remember any of this once again, I go to my roommate's door and I knock on the door. He's in there playing Madden. I knock on the door and he says, who is it? And I said, AJ. And before he can get up to answer the door, I kick the door off its hinges. Boom, to his bedroom door. Boom, bust through like the Kool-Aid man, right? <laughs> and I go, boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, AJ, what the fuck, bro? I can do my door. I'm like, oh, no, bro. I'm drunk. So they put me back in bed, and I wake up. Now, mind you say, yeah, you were doing this for a hangover. This is my first time drinking, so you know how it is. I didn't have one. Even though I was drunk out of my mind, maybe it's because I threw up everything. I didn't have a hangover. I woke up at like 7 a.m. the next morning. So many mixed texts and stuff and calls from my family because they were wishing me happy birthday at midnight and I didn't answer, right? So I wake up and I go to my roommate's room 7 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, we went to go to breakfast. I'm like, yo, what happened to your door? He's like, you happened to my door. <laughs> and he proceeds to tell me the story of the rest of the night, right? But yeah, that was the first time I got faded. UV blue. UV blue. There was blue and there was a pink one too. Yeah, yeah? it was. UV I blue. Was so, ah. What we drank was like Mad Dog. Mad Dog 2020. I had a Mad Dog 2020 for the first time in, uh, in a while, like three weeks ago. We were in Kansas City for a show and I went to a gas station to get gas for my rental and they were selling Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> in there. And I was like, there is no way this is oh Mad Dog 2020. And I, ha I got it and it was just as awful as I remember. 99 bananas, did you uh, drink that? Yes. 99 apples was my shit because I okay. hated bananas but always. And I was like, I can't drink it, but I would like literally take a little, little sip in the, in the fucking house party. Just keep my little, <laughs> little pint with me. Uh, good times. Yeah, <laughs> those are good times. Now, it, uh, now I rarely ever even drink enough to get faded. Now it's like impossible for me to drink enough to get faded. Got some more drink. Thank you. Yeah, I was definitely faded last night. We had a good time. Shout out to my Jersey fam. Where are you taking me tonight? <laughs> Thank you. Is the Thai massage? You want to go get the walk on? Yeah, actually. That sounds great. <laughs> I worked out this morning. Yeah, they're the best. Mike, can I get a straw? Oh. Actually, I was still. Uh, okay. So, toughest wrestler you fought against so far? Um, I'm gonna say Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Um, they kicked our ass pretty easily. Uh, but they're great to work with. Good guys. Um. Yeah, good guys. So, yeah, Seamus and Drew McIntyre for sure. Cheers. Salute. Is there anybody that you want to fight that you haven't? Absolutely. The Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, no doubt about it. I would love to have a match with the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Just being in the ring with him, your stock elevates. The man is, he has what's called the Island of Relevancy, which is if you're on his island, you're relevant, right? And um, I'm trying to get a cruise ship to that island for sure. I could definitely use a couple days at sea around the island of relevancy for sure. I've already had a match with his cousins, the Usos, the longest reigning tag team champions of all time. We almost won the tag titles, but we came up short. And uh, I would love an opportunity for that again. 
I'm trying to learn the lingo. Okay. Okay, so in January fight, there was a heel. J January fight? What in is your that? January fight that you had this past January. Mm -hmm. I read that there was a heel or something with a rub, and I'm like confused with what this is. You mean a heel turn? <laughs> a heel turn? Face to heel? Yes. I so, don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. So face is the good guy. Okay. And the heel is the villain. Is the bad guy. Right. All right. Um, it comes from old like carnival terms, but heel is the bad guy, face is the good guy, and we had what was called a heel turn, where we were faces as a crew, and then we used Ricochet, who was on the the show earlier that I was telling you about, to become heels, to become bad guys. Okay. Um and. It went off really well. So you're doing that in the fight? You're like turning? It was technically after the fight. Okay. So you ended the fight as a good guy. And I was like, we did the, we did the, hey man, good job. Thanks. Hey, let's cheer for him. Let's cheer for him, yeah? And then my tag, and then my, my tag team partner proceeded to <laughs> kick his head off, right? Then we beat him up. And then his partner came and saved him, and we had to get out. We had to skedaddle, you know. We had to skedaddle. So you haven't? Have you came out as a villain? Yeah, multiple times. Okay. Since then, yes. As far as dating and wrestling, uh huh. Is there like a like? Do you actually do you like to date people that are in the same thing as you, or me like personally? Um, in or out, I don't really care. Okay. Uh, but there are benefits to dating someone in the business. A, you spend a lot of time on the road, so as we all know, um, via rock stars, professional athletes, or anyone who lives on the road, back in the olden days, your pappy had a family on the road that you didn't even know about, right? Right. So that's the way that it's always been, but if you have someone with you at all times, it makes it a lot easier. Um, for example, uh, Montez Ford was on the TV earlier. Uh, his wife is Bianca Belair, who is the, the Raw Women's Champion. They're both on Raw, so they get to spend time together on the road and at home. But if they were on different shows, if he was on SmackDown and she was on Raw, then their schedules really wouldn't overlap that much, right. and their home time wouldn't overlap that much. So they wouldn't get an opportunity to see each other on the road or at home. So it depends on the person. Right. Some relationships... You need to, like, if you don't trust your man, you got to be under his wing the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Some relationships work better when people are apart for a few days and then come back together. So it all depends. Um, but there is a lot of people that date within wrestling just because it makes traveling easier. I guess so you understand the lifestyle. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, for example, uh, if I... When we had a show in Montreal, there's a nightclub there called Jet Nightclub um, that always takes care of us when we go out there. Gives bottle service, own section, everything that we need, whatever, for the night. I feel like because I don't go out a lot, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to do it in a city like Montreal where I know they're going to take care of me. I do it in Vegas because I got people here that take care of me, right? But like if I got a girl at home, and she sees me with all these bottle girls at the club, and she's like, oh, what you doing with all them bottle girls? Da, da, da. She don't understand that uh, what I'm doing is actually promotion. You know what I'm saying? As well as having a good time with the fellas, right. but it's promotion so that the next time I'm in that city, I can do the same thing, and it builds 
more right. fans as well as you get to have a good time. You definitely got to be a um, secure person to deal with anybody in like any type of industry, I feel oh. like any <laughs> any creative industry, oh, you so, know. Or, or yeah, professional athlete too. Like that's one of the reasons me and my ex-wife didn't work out is because like she would want to come to the, like we had a house in Orlando and she would want to come to Virginia for training camp. And I'm like, who wants the house? Why would I pay for you to have an uh, apartment in Virginia for a month? when they're gonna take care of what I'm staying in and you can't stay with me because that's team rules, right. right? And then we got a whole house that needs to be taken care of. Now I gotta find somebody to take care of the house as opposed to you just staying in the house and then coming up when I'm done, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, a lot of times you can tell somebody the right thing, they ain't gonna listen. When'd you get married? How old were you? I was young, I was 24. Okay. So any like good life advice that you wanna yes. close out with? Yes, uh, sign a prenuptial. Uh, if, uh, if she loves you, she'll sign it, right? Because uh, <laughs> I'm not broke by any means, but if I had twice as much money, it'd be great. <laughs> uh, how did you like it? Did you have a good time? Yeah, the show or yeah. my marriage? <laughs> I guess we're both okay. <laughs> no. no, this is fun. I have a good time. Anytime you want me back, let me know. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Um, we'll be watching you in WrestleMania this weekend. Is yes. it in LA? Is LA. That where it's, okay, based out of? I'm so far. Okay, so do you want to say anything for like a WrestleMania, like something that we can like Listen. edit and cut for later? Make sure you tune in to WrestleMania live on Peacock this weekend. April 1st and 2nd is going to be out of SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. It's going to be the biggest WrestleMania ever, like literally the most people ever to go to a WrestleMania as well as the event itself will be incredible. You're not going to want to miss it. Trust me, go get on Peacock. It's like $5 a month, I think. It's really not too crazy. Make sure you get on Peacock and watch WrestleMania this weekend. And if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> hey, shout out to Barco Burgers. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Here. We had a great time. And um, I don't know. <laughs> I think I just need a shot. Mom <laughs> over all the sugar. <laughs> I can get back into it. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace. Run your mouth and we pull up. Run your mouth and we pull up. Yeah, we outside. We outside. You got problems? We can solve them. Cause we outside. Dollar, dollar. I'm a Pioneer City baby. Nana tried to save me, but I go where they pay me. Yeah, the flow is wavy. Deeper than the Navy. And a bass kicking like a D-boy in the 80s. Yeah, my whole family spent time on that grimy block.